on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. You are watching Ticker Today. I'm Aaron Young and today we're discussing the risks to Australia's top companies from cyber attacks and what that means for national security. It is a huge issue which has impacted everyone from big business to even now law firms that deal with government departments. For more, we're joined by Tenable's Chief Security Strategist Nathan Wensler. There has been a major Australian law firm, Nathan, that was recently hacked uh, by Russian gangsters, we understand, and it's led to major concerns about national security as well. We often think about customers, but we don't often think that some of those customers might be people in really powerful places. Absolutely. You know, cybersecurity risk and, and the, the threat of an attack or a cyber attack, it's it's everyone's concern. There, there is no you know, one industry over any other or one type of target over any other these days. Most uh, criminal organizations that deal in cyber attacks they will come after anyone. It's, it's a financial concern for them. They're just looking to make money. So anywhere and anyone that they feel that can be a successful target that could potentially uh, gain them some financial benefit, they will target. And you know, over the years, this has been a, a common refrain. We, we think sometimes from organizations that I'm too small to be targeted or I, I don't work in an industry that anyone has anything they want. But that's just not how it works. Criminal organizations are are not discriminate, and uh, law firms, retail, government, uh, anyone can potentially be a target if they feel that there is a financial benefit to be had. Now, I do a lot of interviews about this, and yet I'm still uh, always left scratching my head. So in this particular law firm's case, they had over three terabytes of data taken. But as you and I know, data could be names, numbers, or ones and zeros, and a whole bunch of them. How much of that data is actually usable or could make any sense to a hacker? And what sort of data would they be looking for? Well, in terms of what data could possibly be there, I, I could, don't know. I could speculate. I mean, there's there's an immense amount in three terabytes of data, but you know, typically these organizations, it depends a little bit about what their motivation is or what their focus is. Some organizations aren't necessarily looking at the data itself; they just recognize that uh, by holding it. Uh, this is where we hear about like ransomware as an example. Uh, by holding it uh, from the company, they know that's a value proposition and they can they can extort them for money. Where other organizations do extract the data and they do want to look into it, it can be anything from personally identifiable information, so names, addresses, phone numbers, credit card information, financial accounts, anything like that, all the way to potentially... Uh, intellectual property loss or even, you know, national secrets, if that's the organization that's being targeted. There are a lot of potential thing, right? Uh, like in this particular there. in this particular legal firm's case, they had uh, services including the Defence Department, Home Affairs, Australian Federal Police, even the Prime Minister's office, as well as Services Australia and the Fair Work Ombudsman. That's a lot of major departments, essentially the foundations of Australian society. Right there, they work with this law firm. They've now been hacked, as I say, three terabytes of data, including that as well. I think a lot of us users hope that when, for example, the recent Optus scare where so much data was taken or Medibank, um, that 
maybe they won't find us because there's so many others, you know, how would we be chosen? But when they're going after companies that work with such major organizations, um, what can be done about that? First, in terms of trying to deal with it, we've seen from a legal standpoint, they've put in place um, an injunction so none of this stuff can actually be used uh, in public. But we know that what goes on behind closed doors can actually be the real problem. Yeah, yeah I mean, you've, you've really kind of nailed the issue in a, in a lot of ways, right? It's that, uh, you know, the data concern is going to be the, the challenge. And uh, as the investigations go through, I'm certain that there's going to be a lot of, of research done about what was encrypted, what was stored properly and secured, what was readable, what wasn't readable. Uh, I think a lot of details will come out once those sorts of, of forensic reviews take place. But the key here, again, is is getting back to you know, anyone is potentially a target. This is not something where um, organizations are personal. It's not uh, that criminals are coming after you specifically. Uh, if they find that there is an opportunity for an attack, if they find misconfigured systems out on the public Internet, they find a uh, weak encryption that they know they can break, often they will just try because they may not know what's on the other side of that system and it could be something very valuable. So it is so critical that every organization takes the steps necessary to not just do the basics of cyber hygiene, but really start to understand the full scope of their technology in, in use and start to do a more proactive approach to deciding how they're going to protect their organizations and limit this kind of risk uh, for, for damages and yeah. harm to both themselves and partner organizations. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I always say here at Ticker that I think a hacker would be able to get in, but I'm never able to remember my passwords, so I can never get in uh, to anything I want to anyway. Nathan, really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me today. Appreciate it. And that is a program for now. For more, head to tickernews.co. Hope to see you soon.